Hello there. Thank you for joining us on David Ibiomi Podcast. We believe that a sermon you're about to hear will enlighten your mind and grant you the true salvation that can only be found in the gospel of Jesus Christ. God sent me because of you. And until you are blessed, heaven will not rest. I stand in my office. Any of you desiring any miracle? Today, God turn it and put it in your hands. God turn it and put it in your hands. In the name of Jesus. No matter where it is hanging, I command you release. Whatever belongs to you that somebody is trying to take from you, I command release back to you. From the supernatural, and then right in the spirit realm, I decree in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I am myself, and I command a turn in the spirit, and I decree it given to you and I receive it in the name of Jesus. Say with faith, I receive it. Give him thanks and praise. Continuity for spiritual growth and maturity, part three. Spiritual maturity is becoming like Jesus Christ. Once you are born again, the next thing God expects is for you to grow. Just like we develop their physical muscles by doing exercise, God also expects you to do spiritual exercise to develop spiritual muscles. When you see a man have big biceps, shoulder, nobody is born like that. They do some weightlifting, do some muscle exercise, then it grows. So also, you don't see a man become a spiritual giant except he does some spiritual exercises. Many want to grow, but they don't want to pay the price. There is a responsibility you must accept before you can grow. And if a child, for instance, at the age of five, still asking you for a feeding bottle, you'll be angry. Say, what are you talking about? At five years? When you don't grow, you become a consign to God. I said one of the ways to grow, instruments for growth spiritually is number one, to continuous one intake. I said number two, continuous soul winning. Number three, continuous fellowship. Number four, continuous service. If you want to grow spiritually to a maturity, continuous service. Number four. In Malachi chapter 3, 17 and 18, the Bible says, And they shall be mine, said the Lord of hosts, in that day when I will make up my jewels. I will spare them as a man spared his own son that served him. Then shall he return and discern between the righteous and the wicked, between him that served God and him that served him. For you to grow to a point of distinction among other Christians, you need to engage in continuous service. Today, we have many Christians who only come to collect from God. They have nothing to give to God. In the kingdom of God, it is not those who collect that becomes great. It is those who have something to give to God that becomes great. Until you serve continually, you cannot be great spiritually. Luke chapter 22 verse 27. Jesus speaking, he said, For whether is greater he that seated at meat or he that served, it's not he that seated at meat, but he that among you as he that what? What makes great is not sitting down to receive from God. What makes great is to serve God. 
Spiritual majority people serve God. They don't sit down to say, oh God, give me, give me, give me, give me. They have something to give back to God. If all you do in life, oh God, I need this. Oh God, I need this. You can't grow spiritually to be a mature Christian. You had the man Daniel in the Bible, Daniel chapter 6. He said, then when Daniel had a challenge in the lion's den, you hear what the king said? Then the king commanded. They brought Daniel and cast him into the den of lions. Now the king spake and said unto Daniel, Thy God, whom thou servest continually, he will deliver thee. He said, I'm an unbeliever. I don't know God, but I know that you serve God continually, not occasionally, not conditionally. Some of us don't come to church except on Sundays. He said, Daniel, I know the God you serve continually, he will deliver. That's an unbeliever speaking. Continually, not occasionally, not conditionally, not when you need something, you come to church. Once you get that, you go back. He said, The God whom you serve continually. So only those who serve God continually are empowered by God. Have you not heard? Seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and every other thing shall be added unto you. Some people only come to church when they are looking for something. No, you don't grow spiritually like that. People who grow spiritually, they serve God continually. He that endures to the end shall be saved. So it is not occasionally. Mature people, they do it continually. You don't serve God once in a while and take leave. No vacation. Since Satan started attacking man, he has not gone on break. So you don't take vacation for God. Number five. If you want to be spiritually mature, continuous prayer and fasting. I'm going to tell you a dimension of prayer that is different from the one you pray. Continuous prayer and fasting, not conditional prayer. In Acts of the Apostles chapter 6 verse 4, it said we will give ourselves continually to prayer and the ministry of the word. You have to be continuously be on the word. Continuously be a prayer giant. Jesus was a prayer addict. Behind spiritual revival and development is prayer and fasting. In Mark chapter 1 verse 35, And in the morning, rising up a great while before day, he went out and departed into a solitary place, and there what? Prayed. He prayed. When we talk prayer and fasting, most of us think prayer and fasting is for personal things. Such kind of prayers don't make you develop spiritual muscle. If all you pray for is for material things, a time will come you have nothing to pray about. Because if you have money, what are you praying for again? To develop spiritual muscle is not material prayers always. You pray for things money can buy. I'll demonstrate to you. In the book of Luke chapter 9, 28 to 32, the Bible said, And it came to pass after eight days, after these sayings, he took Peter, John, and James and went up into a mountain to pray. When he went to Jerusalem, he went to that mountain. The mountain is so high. And as he prayed, his fire of the canals was altered and his raiment was white and glistering. And behold, they are talked with him two men, which were Moses and Elias, who appeared in glory and spoke of his disease, which he should accomplish at Jerusalem. Look at verse 32. And Peter and they that were with him were heavy with sleep. People who sleep don't get revived. That sleep does not mean physical sleep alone. It connotes spiritual weakness. We are fasting and praying now. They are not fasting. After this fasting, they will not continue fasting again. No, you have to fast every month those three days to keep the fire going. February, you fast three days. March, you fast three days. April, you fast three days. We fast every month. July, you fast seven days. You keep burning the fire. Keep what? Burning the fire. He said, and they were awake. He said, and they were asleep. When they were awake, they saw his glory. You know why? 
they didn't pray, they were sleeping. That, and many of us are spiritually asleep. Weak, weak, no prayer. That's they are in a church like this where we are fasting. They are not even joining the fast. So, you know our church, they are fasting to the one day. So, are you fasting? <laughs> no, and they try. They don't try. They don't what? You have to be a part to generate power. Now, in that kind of fast, in Zechariah chapter 7 verse 5, God said, you are fasting only for your own things, nothing about the kingdom. He said, speak unto all the people of the land and to the priest saying, when ye fasted and mourned in the fifth and seventh month, even those 70 years, even what? He was talking to Israel, for 70 years, did ye at all fast unto me? He said, we are fasting only for material things for 70 years. And many of us, oh, Father, give me job. Oh, Father, give me husband. God said, you are not fasting for anything that has to do with his kingdom. You don't grow with that kind of fast. While you're asking for things, you say, seek you first. Oh, God, revive our church. Oh, God, we source. Oh, God, are you going to sit down? That is the way you grow. When you fast a fast that you add kingdom first. Oh, God, as I go out, give me a soul to win. As I'm stepping out today, that my boss in the office, let me be born again. Luke chapter 2, 36, 37, it said, And there was one Anna, a prophetess, the daughter of Nell, a tribe of Asa. She was of the great age, and I lived with her husband seven years from her virginity. And she was a widow of about four score and four years, that's 84, which departed north from the temple. But what did she do? She served God with what? She was using her fasting to serve. But our prayers, oh God, give me donut. Oh God, give me sugar. Oh God, give me butter. Oh God, give me car. Nothing like, oh God, give me a soul. The reason why you have not increased in spiritual strength, all your prayers are bread and butter. You don't grow like that. When you see me come up, say blind eyes open. You can't be asking for bread and butter and be saying blind eyes open. That's where you generate. Jesus didn't go to the mountain to ask for any material thing. But when he came, he never lacked any material thing. You go to the upper room to ask for grace. When you come down, contrast come to you. You don't beg for contrast. The contrast come. You don't beg for power. Power comes. But our prayers are on the other way. Oh God of heaven, give me house. Yes, you ask. But that shouldn't be your first request. Oh God, give me a soul. Let this month ten souls be one through me. Oh God, I need so. I want to please you. Let that sin nature I'm struggling with die. I don't want to miss heaven. I want to make heaven at the last day. Let nothing make me miss you. This struggle with women, let it die. I want to be closer to you more than ever before. You will get up from your prayer room and come out. You will say, that contract, they will say they've approved it. They will say, that job, they say they've approved it. You know why? You have touched the heart of God. You become spiritually mature. You go to your MD and say, Sir, Jesus is Lord. He will start weeping. He said, you know, since you came, I felt naked. What am I even doing with this cult? Can you lead me to Christ? That is what we pray. Our prayers are, Oh God, you know this year, give me five million. Oh God, you know this year, five houses. Oh God, you know this year, husband, I'm standing before God. I never prayed for a wife. I was serving God when he gave me a wife. I got a deep mystery of Matthew 6, 33. Seek you first the kingdom of God and wife shall be added unto you. It was not a prayer point. I was busy serving God. He gave me a wife. 
Why must you be asked for what you are supposed to be addition? There's a way you pray. Husband will just come to you and he will give you the one you really need. Because when he gives to you, it's better than the one you choose. The things you are thinking I'm praying for, it's not the things I pray for. I never prayed for cars. No way. No way. I've not prayed for a jet one day. He told me, so I gave you jet two years back. And he told me why the jet is being delayed. He said, tell me what you will do with the jet if I don't bring it the following week. I'm the one delaying the jet. He said, program the crusades that you use my jet for. I'll bring it. He said, I'm, because if I give you jet now, is it to go to Lagos? No, now. What if I just fix program, Ghana, Ivory Coast, Liberia, jet will come the following week. It's not a prayer request. It is only me delaying it. I've never asked that somebody is praying, oh God, I need a jet. Why would I pray at this my level jet? There are things you don't pray about. Change your prayer dimension. Change your prayer pattern. Go into the strong room. Change your prayer. You will be matured. You don't do like this. Demons will leave. You know that you cannot pray. Don't misquote me. You can pray for material things. But don't make that your permanent prayer pattern. Take some minutes first for spiritual things. Then before you come for those ones. Are you going to say now? Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Then give us this day our daily bread. So without his kingdom, you'll be struggling for bread. Pray for his kingdom. Bread will be looking for you. Change your prayers. I'll give you two minutes to demonstrate what I've said. Change your prayer. Don't ask for any material. Say, oh God, touch me. Speak to him in the name of Jesus. That nature that does not glorify God, you should die. Pray for wisdom, pray for grace to flow. Open your mind and pray. Ask Him for fresh grace and glory. Fresh grace and glory. Tell Him to anoint you afresh for the work you are doing, that you will not just pray for material things. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you for listening. Join us, same time, same place, for more life-transforming messages with David Ibiomi. Remember to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. You can also follow the link in the description box to purchase full audio messages and e-books. God bless you. Until you are blessed, have